What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Figure Sport Podcast. You're here with Brandon and Satchel, and we have got another one for you guys today. And uh, you know, we we haven't talked about NBA in a while, so let's uh, let's jump in. Um, first things first, power rankings. Uh, I know when this episode is coming out, it's going to be Thursday, so this is a couple days after the power rankings uh, were released. So the records aren't going to be up to date. But we're just going to name out the top 10 teams uh, right now in the NBA. Uh, number one, we have the L.A. Clippers. Uh, number two, the Brooklyn Nets. Number three, the Phoenix Suns. Uh, number four, the Philadelphia 76ers. Number five is the Jazz. Uh, number six is the Nuggets. Number seven are the Bucks. Number eight is the Knicks. Uh, number nine is the Grizzlies. And number 10 is the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so now... Uh, on with those top 10 teams right there, uh, which ones do you disagree with? Um, which ones do you not agree with? Uh, let me know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, off the bat, the top three teams, top four, honestly, the top five teams, I feel like are kind of a little, uh, interchangeable. I feel like you can kind of put any of those teams, um, at a different spot in that top five. Uh, but I also think that those are clearly the best teams in the NBA. I'm talking about the Clippers, Nets, Suns, Sixers, and Jazz. Um, the Lakers not, aren't in there, and obviously they're they're you know when they're fully healthy, they're one of the best teams in the NBA. Yeah, the Lakers um, are in a downslide. Yeah, but I mean they've been sliding you know since I mean AD's back now, uh, but I think he's only played in two games since being back. Um, I believe Anthony Davis has played in the last um, four games. Okay, so the last four. Yeah, and they are, if I'm not mistaken, one and four in those four games. Uh, let's double check. Um, yeah, he's he played Wednesday night. He played uh, Monday, Saturday, and Thursday. So he's four. Okay. He's he's been back for four games, and they are one and three in those four games. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I mean, that's kind of that's kind of interesting that they've uh, you know continued their little slide, uh, even with AD back. So I mean, uh, we're gonna I see, mean yeah. I mean, AD's kind of been getting uh, eased in though. Yeah. Uh, game too. one, he's he only had seventeen minutes. Yeah. Only had four points. Uh, game two in his return, he had 17 points, uh, 28 minutes. Uh, the last two games against Washington and Orlando, he played 31 minutes in both. Uh, he had 18 points against Orlando and 26 last night against Washington. So, um, yeah, I mean, he's 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 getting better. Um, I mean, he's still shooting the ball okay, 10 for 20. Uh, so he was 50% last night. And then 8 for 15 uh, against Orlando on Monday. So, I mean, he's 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 – Slowly easing in, but you yeah. know the Lakers really need LeBron James. Yeah, it's it's very apparent they need LeBron James. Yeah, uh, I mean obviously we know the impact that LeBron has um, on any team he's with, uh, including the Lakers. So um, that'll definitely be interesting to see. You know how the Lakers play. I still I still think that the Lakers are favorites coming out of the West, um, but I mean. <laughs> It all depends on you know how healthy they are. If, yeah. If they're missing one of their big pieces, even like even a guy like Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Um, if they're missing someone like that, then they're not going to be the same team. And so, I feel like the Lakers have kind of been on the injury, uh, that injury tear kind of throughout the whole season. So, um, when they're fully healthy, they can they can do anything. But um, yeah, every other team in that top ten, you know, I kind of kind of like. I think I think you know they all deserve to be there. The Nuggets have been playing really good basketball. Yeah. Uh, recently, even without Murray. Yeah, Jamal Murray went down, and, and they've uh, they've stepped up. Yeah, they have. Other guys have stepped up. I mean, up. the Knicks are on fire. 
The Knicks, I believe the Knicks have won, what, 10 of their last 11 games? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I think their big... streak, they were at nine games, and they lost to, uh, remind me, was it Brooklyn that they lost to? No, the Suns. They lost Suns. to the Suns. Um, but they picked things back up uh, when they took a, a W against the Bulls the other night. So, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, the Knicks are on fire. Yeah, they're uh, playing They're playing really well. Excellent basketball right yeah. now. And, I mean, they're a top four seed. Yeah, they um, you know the Knicks are, and I think they'll they'll, they'll wind up in the four spot. I, I think yeah, I think right now. I mean, Atlanta is also playing very good basketball. Um, I mean, they're almost neck and neck with Atlanta. I mean, I mean with the the Knicks, yeah, they don't have a nine game winning or they didn't have a nine game winning streak, um, but they are thirty four and twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're only a game behind New York, so that that is a matchup that I'm gonna say. Uh, is going to be very exciting to watch yeah. in the playoffs. So that 4-5 matchup, yeah. if that ends up – I mean, it looks like right now that's probably what we're going to see, Atlanta and New York. Uh-huh. Um, and, and honestly, that seems like it's going to be a really fun matchup to watch. Well, uh, if that's what it, if that's what it en- would end up as. Right yeah. Now. Well, I mean, it looks like the Knicks are going to be in the four spot. Either the four or five, five yeah. the lowest is is the lowest possible. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see them dropping past five. The Celtics and Hawks both play their final game of the season uh, tomorrow. And if the Celts were to win and the Hawks were to lose, then they'd be tied at 34 and uh, 30. Um, so I kind of looked I looked at their regular season matchups, and I, I'm not 100% sure this is how the NBA does it, but usually uh, they just look at, you know, regular season meetings and, you know, whoever has a better, better record than those. Yeah, uh, so the... yeah, so they'll do the tiebreaker. Yeah. Okay, so that um, is the tiebreaker? That would be the tiebreaker, yeah. yeah. Um, they're going to go based on uh, – they will be going based on – from. What I remember specifically, it will be based on. So if it's Atlanta and uh, Boston, you said tomorrow's their final game matchup of the season. They don't play tomorrow. They play. They both play different teams. Okay. Tomorrow. When uh, have they already finished playing each other? They played they... three, and the Hawks are the Hawks won that tiebreaker. Okay. The Hawks won two out of three. Okay. Yeah. So then, if uh, if Boston, uh, I believe if Boston wins the next matchup because they will play one more time, correct? No, this is it. Are they done tomorrow? tomorrow okay. Yeah. Finished. Yeah. So yeah. So I mean, it looks like Atlanta's going to take that five seed then. Yeah, um, I mean, um, although although Miami also has the same record as the Celtics, and yeah. So I don't know but, about their uh, Boston. Boston has the uh, the tiebreaker right now Boston, over Miami. Yes. Yeah. They okay. They have. They currently have the season. Uh, the series lead in the season. If the Celtics so and Hawks both lose and Miami wins, that jumps Miami over the Celtics, and that also means that the Heat could take that five spot from Atlanta too. They. Yeah. I, I just don't know about that regular season matchup. Yeah. No. I mean. Uh, that you know, you kind of lead me into the next thing I want to talk about. So right now, I mean, this year they're going to be doing the plan. Um, there's been a lot of discussion yeah. on the plan, a lot of thoughts on the plan, and uh, and kind of what that can be. Um, for those who aren't too familiar with the plan, uh, so the top six seeds in each conference will be uh, guaranteed their spot. You know, yeah. they're one through six seed uh, uh-huh. wherever they fall at the end of the regular season. Uh, seeds seven through ten. Uh, will be playing each other uh, in a tournament, basically a one. I think it's a one-game elimination tournament uh, to figure out the seeding for the uh, the final two spots. Uh, I believe it would be, um, if I'm not mistaken, the setup is a bit weird. Um, yeah, not quite sure how uh, the plan format uh, works. So it's only those four teams. That, yeah. You know. So so here's what it goes. So the playing tournament will be the ninth place team versus the tenth place team, uh, and then the seventh place team versus the eighth place team. So 
the winner of the seventh place, eighth place team will be the seventh seed. Uh, and the loser will be playing the winner of the 9-10 game. So, and then the loser of that game. And the loser playing. of that game is the 10th seed. So the loser of 9-10 is 10. Uh, the winner will be playing the loser of the 7-8 matchup. So a um, bit confusing. Uh, but, you know, right now the bottom of the conference, especially in the West, um, is, is very exciting. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the East first, though. So right now we have the, uh, the Heat at number seven, the Hornets at eight, the Pacers at nine, and the Wizards at ten. Um, in the Western Conference, we have Portland at seven, Memphis at eight, San Antonio at nine, Golden State at ten. Now, which matchup are you most excited for? Um, and from both so, conferences. Yeah, so for the Eastern Conference, uh, I think that Hornets Heat game would be really something. I mean, if this, if, if right now, if the season ended right now and these were the, you know, seeds, yeah, I would really like that Hornets Heat matchup at seven and eight, because um, the Hornets are good. I think you the, know, the, while, the Hornets are. While we talk about the Hornets, yeah. huge shout out to their announcers. I mean, yeah, those guys great. are electric. Yeah, they're probably the some of the my favorite announcers in all of the NBA. Yeah, I think so for sure. Yeah, they're sick, especially with that team. You know, that's an yeah. exciting young team, and you know, a lot of dunks and a lot of uh, Miles Bridges, Lamelo, yeah, exactly. Terry Rozier, uh, Gordon Hayward. Yeah, it's, it's an exciting team to watch. Definitely, they just could to totally even beat the Heat. They could totally just go out there and beat the Heat. Yeah, um, they, they're, I'm guessing the game would be in Miami because they're the yeah. higher seed. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, that'd be fun to watch. And then the Pacers and Wizards. The Wizards have, you know, they everybody remembers they started off the season real slow, but they've also won nine of their last ten. Um, you know, to, to take over that bull spot, even the Raptors, I think they passed on their way through. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, that, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're playing well right now and it's pretty much just a game, you know, you have to be hot at the right time and going into the playoffs like this and being the way they are is uh, it's a good sign. So they, I think that, I think the Wizards would beat the Pacers, um, but then whoever were to win that Miami Hornets game would probably beat the, uh, the Wizards in that plan. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, when, when I see these matchups, do you think – I mean, I think the Heat and the Hornets are probably two teams that are most likely going to end up uh, in their spots, you yeah. know, seven, eight, uh, or at least in the playoffs yeah. or the play-in. Um, the Wizards and the Pacers are two teams that I am very unsure of. Uh, I think Indiana, there's a chance that Indiana could fall. Um, I mean, right now the Chicago Bulls are are on the outside looking in. They're eliminated, um, right? No, I believe they do still have a chance. There are still – uh, there is still 10 games left in the season so they've both played for the Bulls. 60, 62. Yeah, they've yeah. both played 62 games. So I believe there's still 10 games left in the season for each uh the Pacers and the Bulls. Um, and the Bulls are still without Levine. Uh, he's been out for a while with, uh, you know, the COVID-19 protocols. Um, I'm not too sure when they plan on getting him back. But do you think that if the Bulls get back Zach Levine in the next couple of games, do you think they make a push for that 10 spot? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think they do. Yeah, I totally kind of made a mistake. I thought for some reason when I checked the NBA stand, uh, schedule the other day, I thought that the season was, like, finishing up, like, real soon. So I totally forgot that there were 10 games left in the season. That's uh, on me. But, uh, yeah, with 10 left, I mean, anybody can be in those spots. I think that, um, you know, I think that the Bulls have a real good chance to do something. Um I honestly think the Bulls have a better team than the Wizards, uh, especially with their, uh, you know, additions to the trade deadline with Vucevic yeah. and guys like Tice and just guys like that who make things happen. You know, we saw <laughs> we saw how solid of a player Tice was the other day when the 
when the Bulls beat the uh, the uh, um, the Heat, the Miami Heat. Uh, that was a real fun game to watch, and Danny Tice really showed out. Uh, so yeah, I think that they have a better team than the Wizards, and I think um, that they have a real chance to take over that ten spot. They could honestly even push up into the nine spot just with everything being the way it is right now. Yeah, I mean, same with the Raptors. Looking at the schedule though for the Chicago Bulls, it their path is hard. I mean, um, if I'm not mistaken, every single one of their last ten games is against a team. Um, nine of their last ten games are against teams uh, significantly above five hundred. Um, yeah. eight. I apologize. Sorry. They do play the Raptors and the Pistons, two teams under 500. Um, but in the eight games outside of those two matchups, uh, they play the Nets twice. They play the Bucks twice. Uh, they play the Celtics, the 76ers, the Hornets, and the Hawks. Um, so the Bulls do have a very difficult path in front of them. Uh, they really do. It's probably one of the hardest last 10 games, uh, especially if you're trying to make uh, it into that 10th spot to get into the play-in. Mm-hmm. Um, as of right now, I believe Zach Levine, uh, he's still out indefinitely. So the yeah. Bulls the Bulls are going to have a hard time, honestly. Um, it said, you know, it's expected that he's out about another week or so. And, uh, you know, they only have one more game left in April. Um, but going into going into May, it's it's gonna be a hard it's gonna be hard for the Chicago Bulls to sneak in. Yeah, that's true. You know, although they do have a better team than the Wizards, the Wizards are hot. They chose to get hot at the perfect time, and uh, you know the Bulls, uh, you know they uh, they decided to get cold at the the worst time. You know, so um, right there, I think the Eastern Conference probably the way it's looking right now is probably the way it's gonna shape up to be. Um, now the Western conference, as we said, we have Portland and Memphis right now. If, if things ended right now, it would be Portland and Memphis, um, and San Antonio and Golden State. So which of those matchups do you like there? Um, so, uh, as of that, uh, you know, with the teams you just mentioned, um, I would kind of like the, the trailblazers Grizzlies matchup. They Memphis, played, Memphis, they've played know, a couple games over the last week or so too. And, yeah, and things been, have gotten chippy. Yeah. Yeah. The, they, it's it's are, exciting. Those are fun games to watch, you know, with uh, someone like Jai, you know, the young star that he is going up against Damian and, uh, you know, both those teams obviously with, uh, you know, good, good, good uh, coaching staffs and things like that. So that'd be a fun, that'd be a fun matchup to watch. Did you see the, in, did you see the comments between Dylan Brooks and uh, Damian Lillard? Yeah. Uh, I playing did. physical. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, Dame is bad, man. That's yeah. not a guy you want to piss off. I'll yeah, tell you no. that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that the Trailblazers would win that matchup if I think, it was just a player yeah. at home. Yeah, I think if it was a one-game play-in, I think it's Portland. Yeah. Um, I, I'm putting my money on Portland in that game. I mean, it's that's what Damian Lillard does. I yeah. mean, that's that's the moment he lives for, you know. Uh, I think when that game starts, it's Dame time. Yep. And, uh, you know, I think that's going to be – I think it'll still be a great matchup, but I think at the end of the day, the Portland Trailblazers will be coming out uh, as the seventh seed. And then um, I, I honestly think that the Warriors could, could – uh, I think the Warriors can make some noise. I think they can. Up in there, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I, I highly agree Steph's with that. has been fantastic this year. He's I mean, been insane. He's 33 years old, and I believe for the month of April, he's going to average over 35 points. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, I think what he's, what he's doing right now on a team – I mean – Let's be completely honest. The Golden State Warriors are not a good basketball team. Yeah. Um, you know, Kelly Oubre, um, he's, he's, he's not fit extremely well with this team. Uh-huh. Uh, 
And Andrew Wiggins, I mean, for a guy to be making as much money as he is with as poor production as he is, I mean, it's tough. You know, it, it, it's really tough to see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that's that's a key key reason as to why the Warriors are not doing so good. You know, they yeah. kind of put uh, all their eggs into that basket of Andrew Wiggins. Um, and and it, it doesn't seem like it's working out too well for them right now. Um, you know, things will get better. Golden State, yeah. Um, as Clay gets well, Clay, healthier, yeah, once you know, Clay comes back. once Clay also, comes back, but they do have a lot of deficiencies on their bench. I think yeah. there's a lot of issues on their bench. Golden State is a team uh, that, for the last, you know, six years or so, you would probably say is pride themselves on their bench and uh, and their depth. You know, I mean, their their slogan has always been strength in numbers, and that was because they had a rotation where they can go 10, 11 players deep, and everyone is effective. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, they don't have that second unit that can do anything for them. Um, it seems as if when, you know, that second unit is in the basketball game, uh, they they tend to give up any leads and, and they just don't play well at yeah. times. You know, they, uh, you know, not to mention the fact that they lost James Wiseman hurt too. Yeah. That uh, hurts. You know, early on, a uh, young rookie uh, with as much talent as he has, that hurts them a lot. But I do think, I definitely do think that the Warriors can upset the Spurs. Yeah. I agree. I definitely do. With the way, I mean, with the way Steph, just, you know, I mean, Steph can with, go in there and knock down eight threes and and, yeah. and walk out of there Easy. victorious. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be kind of and there's there's nothing you can do to stop him too because he'll be able to hit you know tough shots. He'll be able to dribble it right past half court and just launch it and splash it. It's it, if there's anything that happens where Steph is not shooting great. I mean, especially with his the last 20, 15 games he's played. Um, I mean, the only thing you could say is that he just had a bad shooting night. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's it. I, I don't think you can't really guard and him. He anymore. won't have a bad shooting night. In that yeah, game. I don't. I don't. I think Steph is going to step it up that night. So, yeah. um, do you think the Pelicans sneak in somehow? Pelicans have had a really rough stretch. They're four and six over their last ten. They'd have to. They, it would take a lot. Of, I mean, it just seems with four being four games out. I mean, you can win all ten, but then you still need help from the Warriors and. You know, I don't know how many head-to-head uh, matchups those two teams have here in the next ten games, but um, yeah, I, I don't see that happening really. The, the the Pelicans, I don't know if you get, if you saw the ending of that Pelicans game last night, but they had a chance to uh, send a game to OT late after getting a steal yeah. with five seconds left, like that, like that. Those type of games are going to have to be, you know, the Pelicans needed to win that and they weren't able to. So I mean, I don't really like their chances moving forward. Yeah, I agree. Now. Uh, I want to move to. I mean, we talked about the bottom of the conferences. Now it's uh, it's time to talk about the cream of the crops. And I got one question, and one question only. I mean, are the Phoenix Suns for real? I mean, if you look at their record, you can't really say that they're not for real. You know what I mean? Like you can't. Not a lot of fluke teams end up. You know, what are they? They're forty four and eighteen right now. Yeah. Uh, that's a great record. You know, those that that like if the Jazz didn't have. You know, the Jazz are only up by a game, so Phoenix could really easily finish uh, this season with the number one spot. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, which is interesting. You know, it gives them a home court advantage throughout, throughout the, the entire playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I mean, just yeah, to, just like to see the turnaround of the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. I mean, they haven't made the playoffs since 2000, since the 2009-2010 season. Uh, it's been over 10 years mm-hmm. since the Phoenix Suns have made uh, it into the playoffs, and they have the opportunity to not only – just have a playoff berth, uh, but to be the best team in the NBA, uh, I mean, record-wise. Uh, I mean, if they end up with a number one seed in the Western Conference, 
I'm almost very confident that they end up with the best record in the, in the whole NBA. Yeah. Uh, I mean, right now the Nets are 42 and 20, so there's about 10 games left. I mean, they have 10 games left as well, so uh, you never know what can happen there. But the Phoenix Suns, the way they're playing, I mean, they're 24 and 9 at home, 20 and 9 on the road. Uh, they're 7 and 3 in their last 10 games, um, and in a, in a very tough Western Conference, they're 25 and 10. Uh, they have the second best record in. Actually, no, they have the best record against their own conference. Um, in the West, I mean, the Jazz are 22 and 11, and the Clippers have one more win, but they also have two more losses at 26 and 12. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are a great basketball team and big sleepers. Yeah, big sleepers. I I know you said earlier that the you still have the Lakers as the favorites, but um, the way they're playing right now, if the Lakers don't get things fixed by the time LeBron is back, uh. Phoenix Suns might be uh, going into the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, they. It's really. I mean, I mean, Chris Paul and Devin Booker it ha- easily has. Trans- Aiden Aiden's a great center. I mean, Aiden has his moments where he's he he doesn't look yeah as good as he as he could be. But I mean, the backcourt alone, the depth on that team, uh-huh. uh, the hustle on that team, the Phoenix Suns are for real. Yeah, they are. The Phoenix Suns are for real, and uh, who's better though, them or Utah? I don't know if you saw yesterday, they beat the Kings by 49. Yeah. Without Donovan Mitchell and without Mike Conley. Yeah. Um, I like I like Utah more. I personally like Utah more. I think they can stretch the floor really well with those shooters they have on the wings. Um, and they're dangerous, you know. Like, Gobert's going to be a beast on the glass, and Mitchell can just, you know, he's a great isolation scorer, and he's super athletic and plays good defense. And Conley's just a veteran, you know, that's been producing for like 10 years. Uh, so I, I like that team a little more than I like the Suns. Um, but I mean, I, you know, in a seven game series, it could go either way. It just kind of depends. And the Suns, if they do get that one spot, that's a big advantage if they were to face the, face the jazz in the Western conference finals. Um, and I honestly think it's kind of becoming more and more likely that we won't see the Lakers like deep in the playoffs. I feel like that. I mean, as of right now, I think that's a totally fair statement to have. You know yeah, what I, mean? I agree. LeBron being out, you know, being removed from games for so long. Just the fact that he's going to have to kind of get his – I mean, he's going to have to yeah. readjust. I mean, he's been out – I think by the time he comes back, it'll be six or seven weeks. Yeah. Maybe seven weeks even. So, I mean, that's a long time to not play basketball uh, basketball level that he usually plays. You yeah. Know? So, um, now the next question I have. We talked about Utah. We talked about the Phoenix Suns. Uh, each of these teams have two very young superstars that are leading them um, to this record. I mean, to this amazing performance that each of these teams are having. Donovan Mitchell and, uh, and, and Devin Booker. Yeah. Now, this might be probably the hardest question um, you might have been asked on this podcast. And that is, who is better between the two? Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell? Um. Oof, that is a very difficult question. Uh, they are both twenty-four, yeah, years old, um, which is absolutely insane. I, if I'm not mistaken, Donovan Mitchell, who was drafted uh, later, uh, two years later, will turn twenty-five before Devin Booker does too. Yeah. So yeah, um, I mean, it's a really close argument, and to be honest, uh, it's just like I don't know. Both both players are so good, and so. 
Who are you, you know, taking to start a team right I mean, now? I'm, I'm, I think I think uh, Booker's better than Mitchell slightly. Okay. I think Booker. If I you're starting, Mitchell if you're starting a team right now, who are you yeah, taking? Yeah, I take Booker. Okay. Uh, I mean, Booker has a he dropped like eighty. He dropped like eighty against the Celtics. Uh, you know, nobody does that. That's not something that you see a lot. Um, and he dropped eighty points. You know, and that was like a couple years ago. I think. Seventy. Seventy. Oh, was it seventy? Seventy points. Okay. Seventy. Okay, yeah. so he dropped seventy I mean, points. Still. Same thing goes. Um, and I just think that Booker's just an automatic shot. He's, he's got a great shot. He can score from anywhere on the court. Um, Mitchell can also do that, and I also like Mitchell's defense. But I think I feel like Booker's just. I feel like he's more de- he's a, he's a more developed scorer. Yeah. Uh, I feel like sometimes Mitchell can get in these little grooves where, uh, and Booker, you know, Booker's just knocked down every night. So yeah, I mean, I, I think um, the fact that we are going to be able to see playoff book is yeah. the most exciting. I mean, they didn't lose a whole game in the bubble last season. Yeah, I mean, playoff book is going to be something that uh, the world is going to be very. I, I think the world is going to appreciate Devin Booker. I think. After this year, because I still think that Devin Booker is one of the most underrated superstars. And, yes, I, I think Devin Booker is a superstar in this league. Yeah. Um, the way this guy shoots, I mean, the guy averages 24 points. I, he's he's averaging 24, 5, and 5 or 24, 5, and 4, something along those lines, um, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, the guy doesn't get anywhere near his credit, uh, as much credit as he should. I mean, if you think about it, he's made his first – He's been in the league since 2015, and he's just now making his first All-Star appearance. I don't know how that happens. And he wasn't even selected in the first, uh, you know, the first go-round. He was a reserve. Um, uh, actually, an injury replacement. You know, right now he's averaging 25.4 points, 4.2 rebounds, 4.4 assists. Um, and actually, tomorrow, as we are speaking about this, we will be watching the uh, Utah Jazz and the Phoenix Suns face off yeah. against each other. So. Yeah. Um, you know, it's going to be a great game, but I agree with you. I think I'm going to take Devin Booker. Yeah. Uh, he is a, an extremely developed scorer, a guy who once he's hot, he's hot. You know, he either, there's no stopping a hot Devin Booker. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that that's going to be, I think that Phoenix is the team to watch in the playoffs. Um, I, especially out of the Western conference. Now, as far as the Eastern conference right now, the top, has has really been the, these two teams all year, all season long. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets, the Philadelphia 76ers. Who's the better team, uh, and who do you think makes it far uh, farther into the uh, postseason? Well, I think the Nets are going to win the whole thing. Uh, I mentioned this in the last NBA episode that we did. I just don't think that anybody's going to stop them. Uh, I also think Philly. Like I was, the reason I wanted, you know, about a week ago, I wanted Philly to be. Uh, you know, in that one spot or end in that one spot and have the Celtics be in that four or five, um, so, you know, so the Celtics would be, I think the Celtics would beat, you know, the Knicks and the Bucks in the seven game, uh, or I mean, I mean the uh, Hawks and the Knicks in the, in the seven game, and then they'd face off uh, against the Sixers in the next series and, so, and the Celtics own the Sixers. So, I mean, I still think that the, that the, uh, that the Sixers would lose to the Celtics in a seven game series, even this season. Just because I mean I haven't seen anything to prove me otherwise. I, I I'm never high. I, I hate I hate the Sixers really. I mean I don't think that they're. Uh, I don't. I've never really thought that they are a good team. You know, especially with guys like Ben Simmons, who, you know, he doesn't even shoot the three ball. So I just don't see them as an effective playoff team. You know, Joel can drop fifty if he wants to, and I still like don't see it happening. I mean, um, yeah. I mean, so I think I think the Nets are definitely better than the uh, than the Sixers with them being in that two spot. 
Yeah, I mean, right now, uh, with the way things are uh, set up, I mean, I, you know, it's just that Boston has been very inconsistent this season. And that's, I think, I, I know historically um, they have been able to beat the 76ers. Yeah. Um, you know, but I just think that this year with the Celtics, their play has been very inconsistent. I mean, they're 33 and 30 with a team uh, that, you know, many believe should be a lot better. I mean, they they have the talent to be a top four team, um, top three team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, with Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, who's having an amazing, unbelievable season. Yeah. Um, Kemba Walker returned, and he has been better in, in the second half of his return this season. Um, you know, Marcus Smart came back after missing some time, too. Um, you know, but they traded away some guys and, and, you know, they've been hot, they've been cold. It's, it's tough for the Celtics, but, um, I, I, I just think right now the Eastern conference is going to be the Brooklyn Nets and they don't even have James Harden right now. Um, they're going to have a healthy rested James Harden for the postseason. Um, Kevin Durant is kind of still easing his way back in as he works off the bench here and there. I mean... And uh, before we wrap things up, you know how we love to do the early predictions. Um, finals prediction right now. Who you All got? right. Last uh, two teams. So finals prediction for me, the last two teams would be uh, just off the top, I'd probably go with the Brooklyn Nets out of the East and the – I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say a fun answer out of the West. I mean, I don't really think that the Lakers – I mean, honestly, if I was – if I was to put money on it, I'd probably say that the Lakers are the favorites to come out of the West, even though they're in the spot that they are right now. But I'd say uh, the Nets and the Jazz. All right. I got Nets and I'm going to spice it up. We're going Phoenix Suns. There you go. I think they stay hot just like they did through the bubble. So yep. uh, we will see. And uh, we will be right back uh, with the NBA episode very soon, guys. So stay tuned. And uh, thanks for listening. Peace.